Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! Welcome to Nintendo. 
Done the Voice Chat for the week of October 7th, 2015. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. That was a little loud because my arm hurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joining me once again, Pear Schneider. Brap, brap, psych. And special guest, Brendan Graver. Good to be back. Thank you so much for co- joining us in our time of need. <laughs> the brapper is on a plane in New York. The eagle has landed in gone. New York, and he is uh, playing with toys and yokai watches and things like that. So make sure you check that out. You should also check out IGN on Monday because the 100 greatest video game list of all time is apparently getting posted. That oh, nice. You should that check was a that tough out. list. Yeah, that was a really hard list. A lot of blood was shed. <laughs> um, I don't I really want to talk to Brian Albert. The last time we did the list, uh, and I wasn't part of the decision making this time around. You were a lucky I was man. traveling, <laughs> so I can blame you guys for all sorts of stuff like <laughs> Majora's Mask not making the top 100. The, I had nothing to do with that. I, I, fought, so, I, I fought, fought for it. it. I you almost, guys weren't there. No, I get it. No, it's 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 obviously it's a list created by a lot of people who get into a room and argue and it, it's funny, Justin actually wrote an article about the selection process and it took you guys multiple days, right? Mm-hmm. The multiple last list was... they were deliberations. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what they were. And it was a lot of yelling, a lot mm-hmm. of I can't believe this. This isn't accurate. <laughs> Will the senator yield? I'll be in my trailer. But I may have pulled out a that's few That's a times. fun part. And whenever we, we post a list like this and we have a you know top Nintendo games list too, if you Google it, you'll find those. Um, whenever we post one, of course, every single person disagrees with a list and then proceeds to post a different <laughs> list of their own. Right? Opinions are like, really serious there will business. Be no, there will never be any consensus, but it's so fun to see what games everybody considers to be great and, and read about them. And like again, the last list was 2008. The no. last time we did wow, a top really? 100 games of all time. How yeah. many people did we lose such, in that massacre? Such a in the <laughs> yeah. So lots of people, you know, obviously people have come and gone, new editors at yeah. IGN, old editors. Um, just just gone, to put so it this way, list. For, for listeners, it's hard enough to agree on anything. Imagine putting a bunch of passionate, opinionated people in a room to talk about different games, and they are very much... Uh, you know, they're very diverse platforms from yeah. PC to, to Wii U to PlayStation to... I mean, it's it's tough. It runs the gamut. Yeah, but, but uh, let, usually, let's... Usually Nintendo fares pretty well because oh, of yeah. the, the beloved classics. Nostalgia right? factor. Well, no, well, yeah, to us, but th- there's some PC kids who are like, Wah, that game's yeah. not as good as... But, like, I mean, if... <laughs> let me put it this way. If Super Metroid or, you know, Link to the Past aren't in the top 100, then I'm going to lock up the building and, and rip it down the It depends what the Zelda cycle is, too, because oh, we're yeah. all hating the new game, but then we all back to love the game before that. Oh, I see. So Twilight Princess yeah. is in that like that bad area. I don't believe the Zelda it'll cycle come back exists. Later. Like I, I, I loved Wind Waker when it came out, and you guys who didn't were all wrong back then. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, that game right. was always good. So let's talk about other video games then, because one thing on the show that uh, we may have been guilty of lately is uh, overlooking a few new new additions, yeah, new third party stuff. Let's so talk Splatoon and we're talking uh, to, Amiibo. We're talking about one first party game today, <laughs> two first party games today. Uh, Yoshi's Woolly World and Picross 3D 2 or whatever they're calling the new 3DS Picross yeah. in Japan. But we also have Lego Dimensions, Disney Infinity 3.0 because I'm in love with the Star Wars stuff. Shovel Knight, Plague of Shadows. We got a ton of stuff to talk about. There's a new Zelda demo in Japan. So we got we got a big show for you. Let's start with Lego Dimensions. Oh, that's Why don't the, you begin? Yeah, that was the roulette. was the Jose roulette machine. picking. The little abacus in your brain yeah, that like right. sorts out things. <laughs> okay. Lego Dimensions. Yeah, I, I I bought it against my better judgment because it's one of those games that will consume your money. I'm so right? sorry. Lego by itself is not very cheap. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a complete Lego a- addict. And so, of course, I, I bought the, the you know, core pack that has some of the characters in it already. Like, you get, like, Gandalf and Batman, you know? So you get kind of a good foundation. But then they sell a level pack for oh, Portal 2. Uh, and then they sell a level pack for Back to the Future and so, uh, not a, a team pack. And then they have Simpsons level pack. And it's like, then you're standing in front of all these boxes. You're like, oh, man. So wait a minute, but <laughs> but I'm there's a, a, a substantial amount of, of level packs included with the base package. Yes. So Simpsons is extra portal because there's there needs to be like a pie chart, like a chart of some kind that just tells me okay you're paying for this one but you're not paying for that and one because you can access some of this stuff in game on its own. Yeah, yeah, and there's Simpsons in it already. You know, even though you may get get in the future. Maybe they'll do a Lord of the Rings level pack or something. That'll be additional stuff to what you already get in mm-hmm. there. And so the premise, if you've played Lego games before, what's different about Dimensions is that it's basically like a Lego movie in that it mixes up the characters from all these different Lego franchises. I mean, Portal 2, for Christ's sakes, right? Like, there hadn't been any Lego like that before. And now specifically for this for this game, you actually get a real Lego pack with Chell in it, you know, and, and pieces. Um, it, it's just really cool. And what it also takes from uh, from the Lego movie is that it doesn't take itself seriously. And obviously the other Lego games do that you too. You shall and so, not pass. No, and it has that scene in there. It's you shall not pass. And Gandalf is like thwarting the uh, Balrog of Wurden or whatever, right? Like in the Mines of Moria. Uh. And um, they fall down. You know, fly, you fools. He falls down. And then the Batmobile falls past him. That's because Batman got sucked like – you know, Tim Burton-esque Batman got sucked into that dimension with his Batmobile. And, and he's like, Batman's like, Where's, have you seen Robin? And Gandalf's like, you have to look in a tree for that, yeah. right? Like, there's yeah. all this, like, s- silly banter. Yeah. And it's just like, once it clicks, man, once you get to Oz from the Wizard of Oz and Batman thinks Scarecrow is behind everything oh. and there is the Scarecrow oh, from Wizard I of Oz. I love that. That's when it really yeah. gets going. Well, and they have really characters clever. like Unikitty and the Lego movie characters in there. Yeah. And they all animate and move the way they would. Uh, the, so the developer was here and there was a quick demo where they showed me a lot of it. And I was really impressed by how well they sort of capture each universe. Yeah. Um, is Star Wars in there? Star Wars isn't in there. Because no. they've done Lego Star Wars, but now Star Wars is in Disney Infinity. Yeah. But does that mean Star Wars is out of Lego Dementia? Dementia. Dementia. (laughs) (laughs) Dementia. Um, It's it's not in there right now. You have the spaceship guy, right? You've Mm -hmm. got the guy from the Lego movie, so you've got some space stuff in there, but no Star Wars yet. Do they have Jurassic Um, World? Uh, there is a, there's a, there, yes, there's a pack coming out. Now, I don't think it's out yet. Is there going to have a scene where Chris Pratt as Jurassic World meets Chris Pratt from Lego Movie? Oh, that'd oh, be amazing. Well, they did say he voices okay. both characters. Not to yeah. give anything away, but the Batman you meet, the, the Batman who's included with the game is not the Batman from Lego Movie, but the Batman from Lego Movie is also in the game. So Will or not voices one, who's the other one? I, I don't know who the voices are, whether they're all real. But um, I have to I have to check on that. But there are two Batmans talking to this each is, other. This intrigues me greatly. Yeah, they're Batman. They actually Batman. Making, they're making uh, jokes about that too. <laughs> so anyway, it's 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 obviously a family targeted game. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, it's it's silly. The gameplay is still very simple. But what it what it does introduce is a new take on the Toys to Life portal concept. So far, we've only seen, like, Amiibo, right, scanning something, and it's always a single character you scan. Skylanders, you know, if you've got a bigger portal, you can put multiple characters. This one lets you put, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters, or, you know, cars or whatever you have, spaceships, on the pedestal. 
the pedestal lights up in different colors, so you actually have to sometimes move figurines around to solve on-screen puzzles. Very wow. involved. Much more involved yeah. than your typical Toys and, to Life game. And so some people might get annoyed by that. Like some very tall people may get annoyed by the whole kind of breaking the uh, wall. It has nothing to do with it. I, I, what I wanted to ask you was that... Uh, <laughs> Wait, who am I talking about? I, I wonder yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but uh, your big friend Harvey. But seriously, um, no, the, the truth is I wonder how... Does it bother you at all to have to stop and do something on the portal at, at all? I'm just I'm curious because I know what Mario Party you yeah, mentioned. That was yeah. cool. Like you didn't like that, but you seem to be okay with it with Lego Dimensions. It's, it's I so, keep track of everything. It's you so, said. Yeah, and, and I, I, I change my opinion every week. So <laughs> um, it's sometimes it's a it's a little silly to have to do the stuff outside the game, but in this case, I mean it's 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 Lego. I'm playing it with the kids who really like this kind of frantic. Oh crap! I got to move this character. Or, like they. Sound Sometimes they're having difficulties in a boss battle and they take the Batmobile off the stand and put the Lego spaceship on it, right? And like, and then they can fly around and shoot. And it's just really fun for them to have okay. this kind of army of toys that they can deploy in this game. And every character you put on the pedestal will follow you. That's it's cool. on screen at concept. the same time. Yeah. You could just put two guys out there. Uh, you can play with up to two players, but you could put two characters on there. But you can also have seven things on there. Yeah, and they and they nail the um, Lego look, and they nail the way the movie characters move. Um, the, I guess the, the other question for you, though, wait, wait I'll let you no, finish. I think the yeah. thing that would uh, in, would annoy you is that you get the you know the base pack has the pedestal, you know the portal, and then it has this you know this contraption that you have to build. Well, that's what I want to. Pack ask, has no right? manual in it. So There's you, no manual, so you, you have cannot, to build it when you're playing. The you game. cannot build it before. That's right. So yeah. you get to a certain point in the game where they discover this portal, and then a Lego book appears on the screen with the pages. You have to flip them and you build it. Now, the yeah. builds are pretty small. Yeah. So it's not a big deal, right? Like so there's a mini like DeLorean. like Falcon or something. No. Yeah. And, and like... What's, if you have the Back to the Future pack, it has Marty, it has a hoverboard, a little Mattel pink hoverboard, and it has pieces for a mini DeLorean. But you can't just build the DeLorean. You have to play through the story until you get to the park. Yeah, because yeah. like the Lego movie, the instructions are what matter. And I yeah. thought that was a really cute angle for the movie, yeah. the whole idea that the instructions are this powerful uh, sort of thing that builders use in order to do what they need to do. Yeah. But it's uh, it's cool, and there are different forms, right? Like the Batman, the Batmobile. There are three different versions that you build when you're progressing through the story, and it'll write the data to the to the um, the figure, like what version it is. It can't scan, obviously, what mm. you built, right? So there is that kind of syncing with yeah. the game. But it's a it's a very simple game. Uh, Marty gave it a seven point seven, um, you know, which makes it a good game. You know, I've I have to play a little bit more. It is um, gameplay wise, I don't, I wouldn't say it's remarkable. Right, yeah. it's just like the other Lego games. It's dependable, but I really love that mix of characters. Yeah, well, wait till you get to the portal stuff, because then you really start to play around with the different panels and colors. Yeah. And you know how there was that uh, not not to get spoiler or anything, but you know how Portal Two had um, sort of the different paint and, yeah, and yeah. sort of how that had a different effect. Well, there are, are some portals that use a similar idea or a yeah. similar take on the idea, and I think that's really smart about it. Um, and from the minute I saw it, I thought, okay, using the instructions to make these figurines or these little you know, cars mm -hmm. or what have you, that's a fun experience for a family. But uh, as someone who w will be playing it outside of that setting, it just feels a little weird, strange it's, to me. It's definitely know, a I mean, family game. Lego is, like Lego is something that can bring people together. And so I, th I think... Like bricks. It, it definitely. That's right. It's <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely something for for a, a family audience or somebody who's a Lego super fan. I'd say that. Like I do think that you would get annoyed at some of the stuff. 
Maybe I, I've never been that yeah. into Lego games yeah. too. Like, and so for some folks that's heresy. Did but you I ever just have, have a never... bin full of Legos in your? Oh, bed? I love Legos as a kid. No, I mean making things. Um, I used Lego to. I used to be really. Lego creative and try to make you know different things out of lego but mm -hmm. uh when i've played all of the games i haven't exactly been blown away by what the gameplay is which is you know find the pieces build this thing i thought yeah. it's cute and it's, it's definitely dependable fun but it's yeah. not something that's simple like, they play it safe. It's, it's very it, it, and it's meant for that audience yes. and it's yeah. I, I think one of the recurring issues with the lego games is You'll play a level, and in level one, you get to a door, and it'll say, like, you need a Sith Lord to you open Gimli. this door, right? And, mm. like, they still do that, but now it's even it's even worse because you have to buy that character, oh, right? No. Like, in a way that... Skylanders has yeah, been doing that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so there are definitely... They're, they're not as mean as saying only Gollum can open that door. They'll say this type of character can open that door. And so if you have a couple of levels packs, you're usually covered um, somehow. But it definitely... They monetize this thing. But the thing that struck me from the get-go was it, the, what I was craving f Amiibo to be, like something that has a reason for existing for the game to be in the game world, um, exists from the get-go here. Like there's definitely a difference in mm. how this, how these figurines are used for fun and to be included in the game. Okay. More like it's way more like Skylanders that way than Amiibo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. We've got a bunch of Let's Play videos on the site. You can definitely check them out. Uh, Brendan, have you had a chance to play them at all? There's a mountain of toys at Marty's desk. I've seen them. He looks like an addict. I keep telling him <laughs> the review's <laughs> over. Get rid of them. Maybe because he just, sits right next to me. Maybe I'll take it off his hands. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. maybe you should. Yeah, I do need to try it out. That's for okay. sure. I've yeah. seen some videos, but I'm I'm really impressed. But okay. I don't know if I have the money to start throwing at Legos. Okay, it's okay. It, it's it's gonna cost a lot of money. No yeah. no joke. I mean, it's not cheap. Okay. Um, it's not a the the core game has a lot of content in it, so it's not like they're really nickel and diming you from the get-go, but can you resist a Portal or a Ghostbusters pack or a Jurassic World pack? I, I mean, yeah. Or Doctor Who? Doctor Who? Scooby-Doo, I might, you know, I work with Ryan McCaffrey, so yeah. I... You get, you know, you get your fill every day. <laughs> yeah, shaggy. All right. Um, so then you've been playing, Brendan, Yoshi's Woolly World. Yes, I have. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? I've, um, I know, I've kind of been off the Yoshi wagon for a while, if you could say that. Like, I haven't played, like, after, I think, what was it? Yoshi's Story. I kind of took a backseat wow. to Yoshi's. Yeah, it's been well, a while. Really? Been... You didn't even play, like, New Island or nope. uh, Touch hmm. and Go? I played, like, a little bit, like, some demo stuff, and then that was pretty much it. Okay, okay. Um, so coming back to me for Yoshi, it's 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 good. It's good to, it's good to be back in, Yoshi, in Yoshi's universe, and especially because it looks so adorable. It has no right... To look as adorable as it does. Like, mm -hmm. I played uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn. It's very similar to that, and they use a lot of really cool concepts. Like, you know, we see like these like mountains of like dunes that they're made out of like cloth, and they're flapping in the breeze, making these huge dunes you have to travel over. And things like these plumes of fire, they're actually like cotton mm -hmm. and just kind of like bursts up. Like, the way they, they use these different uh, textiles and the way you interact with them are pretty, pretty impressive. And like, Koopa Troopas are little, have little button shells. And they look adorable, and you can spit them out, and the button flies around and hits other Koopa Troopas. Um, it's not a particularly difficult game, but that's kind of, like, what I've come to expect from these types of, like, Yoshi and Kirby. Like, they're very, like, you run through, the, the actual level is not hard, but if you want to find the collectibles, that's where kind of the, the yeah. challenge comes from. Mm -hmm. And they do a really good job. There's, like, 
you have your Yoshi costumes. Every mm-hmm. every level has like five little yarn things. You find them all and you get a Yoshi for that level. Yeah. Yeah. And they look really adorable. There's like a cow Yoshi, a fire chocolate, Yoshi. Chocolate milk Yoshi. Chocolate milk Yoshi. Chocolate Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also all the Amiibo. Pretty much every Amiibo that's out there. It took me days to scan those, by the way. Yeah, I just took Justin's. I'm like, uh, excuse me for a second. It's sad that you the, if you do the any of the Pokemon Amiibo, you just get a Amiibo t-shirt. A generic one. Yeah, I was very disappointed by yeah, that. Yeah, like once it's, again. You know, yeah. Nintendo and, and Pokemon are not one company you know mm-hmm. obviously there's nintendo has a big stake in that company but mm, stake but um that's sad that they couldn't work that out they yeah. obviously worked it out for other games like you know smash brothers you can get or sonic mario maker mario sonic maker, is in there you can get sonic yoshi and mega man yoshi mega yeah. man yoshi is all bright blue Wait, pac-man yoshi yeah also, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah all of them work um so that's why it's that's why it's disappointing that they couldn't no, it is. clear even Pikachu. in mario maker it's a bummer <laughs> that every character like you press up or you jump there's a signature sound and you press up on a pikachu and he just goes <laughs> and he just looks at you <laughs> you're like well that's not that's not how I remember this character. Yeah, it's it's a bit. Isn't it's that a bit weird? weird. It is weird. I don't. I I don't know if it's this some like coming company from mandate? the Smash with like all like the you know, Pikachu me. But Smash is like, the only case where no. that's happened. It's like, they so don't, strange. They don't really cross over. It is often. such a symbiotic relationship outside of the core license of you know making Pokemon games for the 3DS, and mm-hmm. it's just so strange that they can't get past this stupid these stupid licensing hangups. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Like they yeah. need to figure this out. If it is out. that, there's just some weird. Oh, like, it is one hundred percent that. Come I on, I don't know. One day, someone needs Dude, to tell that story. One day, what is it about story. Pokemon Company I, and I don't Nintendo? Know, but like, the crossovers are rare, few, and far between. Are they too stingy to pay the voice actors? Maybe there's some some contract where they have to be paid every time somebody goes Pika or something. I would know, right? Pico. But like, hey, <laughs> even the in the in the Wii and the Game Cube the voice. They Just were <laughs> the characters were missing voices, right? Uh, you play like uh, even some of the RPGs on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. There were no voices for the characters yeah. in a yeah. lot of ways. So that's a weird one. It's weird, but um. I, I love Shy Guy Yoshi, by the way. He looks amazing. Oh, yeah. His little nose. He's got his nose is the Shy Guy face. And then uh, there's Olimar Yoshi. Did you see him? Yeah. It's there's really also a, uh, oh, what is it called? Yoshi Melon. It's a watermelon Yoshi. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That. You um, saw the Wii U Yoshi? Yes. Yeah, so like, it looks really white. cool. It's a black and blue yeah. Yoshi with a symbol yeah. on it. But they did such a nice job like within this kind of like handmade look to recreate these characters. Yeah, like, like the little that. fuzz that comes off of them and the, the way oh, the pattern really is kind cute. of yeah. It's practically but, lint on everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I actually, I like the look. So, and Yeah. No, no, I was gonna say. So you said you said it was it was easy, which is of course most Yoshi games past the the classic Super NES. Yeah, I mean, days are pretty easy, right? They're they're a little bit more kid friendly. Yeah, but you haven't played two player yet, have you? No, I have not. But there are uh, there's like you know the casual mode, the normal yeah. mode. You have uh, you collect bees and you can use them for power ups in stages. So you can get like a oh uh, I want every. Yarn ball to be a giant, giant yarn ball, one, yeah. or like I want to pass stage entirely if you really need to. Or you can um, you can come back from a deadly fall. Yeah, you can have like, like fire doesn't affect you or anything. Yeah. But I find that as maybe it's just because I'm a, a guides person. I I'm always scratching the itch for collectibles and finding hidden stuff. And this game has a lots of hidden yeah. things. There are to like to star a stage, you need five yarn uh, things for the Yoshi. You need. Uh, 20 little stamp tokens that unlock stamps. Flowers. You need to have full health and you need to have five flowers. Yeah. And most of these are always hidden behind stuff. And yeah. Yeah. some of these like are invisible clouds you just like, kind of like jump over. So like I'll go in a room I'll just start lobbing yarn everywhere saying where is it, where is it, where is it? <laughs> and these are, some of them are really clever. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, I, and some of them you only have one chance. Like uh, yeah. I played a level yesterday where I triggered uh, like an item f- fell down but I hadn't activated a platform so it fell out, out of the stage. So I couldn't 
I couldn't complete everything. Yeah, there are a couple mm, of things like that. There's a couple of tricks like where, that. Where, you know, yeah. you really got to think before you act. Yeah, my, yeah. One of my favorite levels I played, I believe, was in World 2. And there is a wireframe chain chomp. Oh, I love that game. That you have to release him from his little uh, yarn prison. <laughs> but then he follows you through the stage. And the only way to get him to stop is to throw a yarn ball at him. Because then he's full. Like, he becomes a, a 3D um, shape. Fuzzy. And then you can use him to push a switch uh, or to roll cool. him into enemies. And what's interesting is just this passive-aggressive relationship with, like, a wireframe <laughs> chain chop. I love it. It's through the whole stage. And I think it's it's one of the few shades of, like, really uh, smart design that I see in there. Because a lot of the other stuff can feel a little predictable, and it, I think that's okay. It, it is. It um, is very predictable. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've heard feedback, too, that maybe some of the coolest ideas in Yoshi you see very early so that mm. later you don't really see anything quite as cool. That, that Like, think about your Mario game and how it's paced out where, like, it kind of keeps escalating and escalating and yeah. escalating. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget in 3D World when I got to World 5 and I had a stage that was just trampolines, and I was like, what is going on? Like, I love this. <laughs> In Mario Yoshi. 64 was like that too, where like yeah. the more complicated Bowser like castle stages were later on, where you had to balance on like yeah. seesaws. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, uh, at least I'm hearing that uh, among some folks that you know this Yoshi game is full of cool ideas, but it shows its hand early, yeah. and so th- it doesn't quite keep going up that ladder of like new fun things to yeah. find. As I mean, long as it's it's hard to find collectibles, I'll be happy with it. Yeah, yeah and, and play I the like special stages. Yeah, play the special the, stages. The first two ones. The the very first one I played was, it was a monster. Like yeah. I had to restart a couple times to get a hundred percent. Like run. It's through really the way. tough. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, basically, um, you have no ground in certain areas, and the water is your platform, but it goes away. So you have to float and try to hover as long as you can till the water comes back. That was it. Yeah. Right? And the sometimes special. the enemies are actually up below the screen. Yeah. So if you fall down, you get hit. Yes. Or you or you die. Yeah. And there's another one that I don't remember what world it is, but I played this at a demo and I loved it because you were basically hanging on for dear life to a curtain. And so you see this curtain on a rod and just the, the yarn Yoshi just clinging to this thing. And you have to, it, it, it's set up so that the curtain will fall off the rail and you have to mm-hmm. jump to the next curtain. Yeah. And at the same time, you're trying to be in the right position to grab power-ups and et cetera. Gotcha. And it's a scroll, like the stage is scrolling the entire time and there's nothing more um, sort of shocking than getting the jump wrong and then having to hover and try as desperately as you can to get to the next curtain before like you fall on that. the jump is kind of like easy to abuse you can totally do that indefinitely yeah but the special stages are the only place where you feel like the pressure's on for using definitely definitely Uh so I I played two player and the game does get a little bit more difficult in two player certain things get easier right you have a second player like if you inadvertently blow up a platform right like you can blow you can eat bombs and spit them out Mm -hmm. and you can you can blow up something that lets you get to a a power up or a pickup item but with the second player, you always have somebody who can jump on their heads and bounce off a bit and get higher. But two things. When you have the big yarn balls, uh-huh. it feels like the screen is filled with yarn. <laughs> like you can't see anything. Like two characters moving and then these giant yarn balls already really hard to see. Two, when you throw a yarn ball and you accidentally hit your partner, it hits them and it knocks them off platforms. That's it can be mean. super, pl- super annoying. It feels like Super Mario Brothers. You like the yeah. the whole five players. It's the chaos. Yeah, and so this is a game where you have to throw yarn at a lot of things, invisible platforms, little clouds, and so I I wish they. I wish they hadn't done that where you throw a yarn ball and knock somebody over. I wish that that maybe the yarn ball could have bounced off or just gone to that player. No friendly fire, Third thing, when you eat 
the other player, you can spit them out, use them as a projectile, or poop them out as an egg and throw them and stuff, it's still super annoying. Anytime <laughs> in a video game where something takes control away from you, it is not a good experience. Wait a experience. minute. So you're, gonna be, you're not going to be happy with Triforce Heroes because the oh, person yeah. at the bottom of this... So when you get picked up, you cannot make them let you go. If you're in you the, can. If, if I'm no. sure there's a way. I have not there's seen a way. it. You, I have you, not no. seen it. Okay, no. but then let's let's move forward a bit. Fine. Maybe maybe you can, maybe you can't. But I you're you not can. in control of where they're going. So if you saw in the video, the video preview we put up where I'm like, uh, the title was something like Making Friends in Front of Me. Yeah. They're like, shoot him, shoot him. But he keeps turning every time I'm about to fire the arrow. So I kept missing. And yeah. we captured it. And it's a really funny piece of footage. But it's like... Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this you know what? It's a little different in that like game, that. though. I because, like that because dynamic. The, I do. The player on the bottom is in control of the direction. The player on the top is in in charge of but like the middle firing guy, the arrow. Like you feel guy, like the middle guy is no, no. But actually, oh. you could throw the the top guy at any time. Go. But yeah, you have you have a choice. Like yeah. you're getting together, you're working together, and you're executing a plan. In Yoshi, you get eaten by the other <laughs> player when you don't want that to happen. And guess what? You lose all your eggs. Yeah. You lose all your yarn balls <laughs> when you get eaten by the other player. So you may have six yeah. or five or whatever the max is. You get eaten, you got none. Sometimes I wonder if in, in keeping controls traditional slash simple, sometimes uh, Nintendo, like in hindsight, overlooks maybe that this can cause a lot of problems. I'll give you an example. In 3D World or in I think, Super, I think New Super laughing. Mario Brothers, <laughs> yeah. you know, in 3D World, if you hold the run button, that's yeah. also the pickup button. Yeah. It's not a separate button. It's the same button. Yeah. So a lot of times you go to run and then you picked up Brendan and you're running yeah. with Brendan. Like, oh, so I'm sorry. And you throw them. It, it happens a lot. And I feel like uh, in Yoshi, your reflex to grab yarn sometimes totally ends up uh, you end up swallowing another oh, Yoshi yeah, no. in the process. Most of the pickups, uh, my daughter and I played. Most of the the eats were um, accidental. Were accidental. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, it's still it's whatever. Funny. You were it's, trolling. I know you were trolling. You, you probably <laughs> no, 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 ate maybe a little bit. Poor poor I, daughter number one. Oh, I did. Just, uh, that's one not daughter. right. I, I did do that and throw her at enemies and stuff. But but as a projectile, you know, for means mm-hmm. uh, it was a means to an end. No, but um. Most of the time it was accidental, and like you you're aiming a shot, and remember you're not mobile when you're aiming. It's like right, you've yeah. got that mm-hmm. aiming thing, and then the other player may jump in front of you, fire, and so then I've you always hit wondered them in the too air. why I never give you the right stick to aim and cool? shoot and shoot with a trigger or something. I've always wondered about that, but that's just make not the simple. game they wanted to make. Like yeah. they like to keep yeah. it simple. And you know what? It's probably too easy when that happens. Like <laughs> they, some of the previous games have made the aiming yeah. stuff easier. This one. And just it's to be like clear, I, I love traditional yeah. Yoshi's Island, one of my favorite uh, platforming games of all time. Probably yeah. one of Nintendo's best platforming games of all also time. Also very mean games. Taking sometimes. away the, the timer <laughs> from, um, from a Mario game, from a platformer, and just giving you the freedom of, okay, find all these collectibles, mm-hmm. that really changed things for me. Yeah. Where I was like, wow, this is, this is different. Like, I can enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I feel maybe the platforming genre got a little carried away with collectibles. But the point yeah. being, though, it was still fun to look around and explore. And that's one of the earliest games that I found myself doing that at my own pace. The, the good news with this one is, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun. First of all, the the presentation is just so charming. It is you very want good, yeah. to see what levels are coming next, right? And you have transformations and little bonus games and all that. But the Collecting the wool and getting Yoshi's back is actually really fun. It's mm-hmm. a fun little meta game to unlock all these Yoshi's in your house. You know? Yeah, definitely. And with kind of friends, like yeah. there's so many costumes to choose from. You can play every stage differently, mm-hmm. with different character, cycle them through, go back and play an earlier stage. 
We already reviewed this game when it came out in the UK, right? It, we did. Yeah. Uh, you can find the review on the site, uh, so make sure you check that out. You can also find Marty's LEGO Dimensions review. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we still have more uh, games to talk about, including Disney Infinity 3.0, uh, the new Picross, which uh, is out in Japan now as of October 1st, and yeah. we would love to share some impressions on that, and some more. So stay with us. Otero here with Brendan Graber and Per Schneider. Hey, Jose. And I would like to talk to you both about Disney Infinity 3.0, which I have been playing since I broke my elbow. Um, So it was the first thing I think we got the day after I got home from the hospital. But how do you uh, move the figures? the, The day after the whole diagnosis. Can you? I could move my hands just fine, Perry. Oh, okay. You put the toy on the <laughs> base right. and to you go. walk <laughs> away. Yeah. Actually, I have the base. It's like, like a little Rob the Robot thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I set up Rob to just pick up the, the Luke Skywalker, put him to the side, and then pick up the Darth Vader, put it back. Um, it's very cool. So I last year, before Amiibo came out, I bought Disney Infinity 2.0 because I had heard nothing but good things about Disney Infinity 1.0, yeah. but I was kind of too shy to try it. Um, I remember Dan Krupa wrote the review. He had nothing but good things to say about the different genre types they play with. Like there was Pirates of the Caribbean in that. Mm-hmm, there was Incredibles yeah. in that. I'm forgetting what the oh I think it was uh was like Toy Monsters Story Inc. And all that kind Monsters of stuff, Inc. Right? was in there yeah. like as part of the bundle when you bought it. So I bought the second one and was extremely disappointed because really? as far as an action so it was the Avengers playset that it came with, but as far as action games go, I was absolutely mortified by just how bad it was like it wasn't even like this is a game for little kids bad like it was an open world environment that constantly looked drab and just poorly made like uh, there was like weird like like uh, like slowdown in some areas on what platforms on PS4 PS4, like I wasn't playing this on on, like some last gen stuff Uh, in terms of combat and action and, and the the repetitive like fighting these generic enemies didn't really feel that inspiring it did have a really cool like upgrade system for characters and i thought that was really smart um so you can sort of take your iron man and add abilities but mm-hmm. really disappointed in terms of man th- i have played like plenty of video game campaigns some of them made for kids in the, yep. in the style of what disney infinity will go for and this just did not live up to anything that I was hoping. Interesting. I can see. I mean, th- the reason why I stayed away from the last one, apart from the fear that there are just too many figures. There's um, too many of them. <laughs> too many of them. <laughs> the, it w- was the when I watched it being played, I thought it just didn't look right to me. Yeah. Like it's it's visually wasn't you, that compelling. You, you develop the which, eye that you can tell. Like uh, which that is funny right. because it uses <laughs> characters from some of the best looking movies. Well, yeah, and, and you know. So I I plunked down for the Guardians features. of the Galaxy playset. That was a little better, but still like I just could not get through it. And then they added Star Wars, and I was like, "Okay, well, I have to. They I have pulled to me back here. Here's I ha- your money. I have to. Yeah. I have to. So I'm a. Uh, it's not very much out there, but I'm a, as anyone, I guess, in my generation, a very big Star Wars fan. Um, and so, 
the idea of Star Wars coming to Disney Infinity was immediately exciting. And also just reading and hearing the acknowledgement that they knew, uh, it sounds like they knew uh, two didn't go so well yeah. and that they were going to try be- for better with three. So you ran out and you bought Jar Jar, the two-headed <laughs> announcer from episode one. No, da bunga. no uh, yeah. so the, the default the playset comes with... Uh, an episode three sort of style or the prequel style stuff. So okay. it's Anakin and it's the girl that ends up his apprentice on uh, Clone Wars. I'm forgetting oh, her Ashoka? name right now. Asho- Ashoka. Ashoka. Yeah. yeah. Ashoka and, and, uh, and Anakin lady. come in the place. Did he have like not. missing arms and legs from his yeah. burnt state? Yeah. Burnt body? See, I don't go that deep with the Star Wars. I like the movies. <laughs> but anyway. Wasn't there a movie? I know. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but anyway, going back to the, to the bigger point is so not a huge fan of the prequel stuff, but really enjoyed it still. Like it was really, uh, you know, well paced. Liked the combat. Anything with a lightsaber, it's really hard to get wrong. They get it right. There's, you know, you have uh, the fun of sort of blocking lasers with, with uh, the lightsaber, but then you also have like these really cool force powers. You can pull enemies towards you. You can chop them into bits. What? Um, they spend a lot of time too on getting the slicing animations really right. So just like in any game where you're like breaking crates constantly, it's fun to watch when you lightsaber a, a crate or a, or a solid object and just see the different ways you can slice that's it. That's great because that I was always really an cool. issue. That was an issue yeah. with older Star Wars games where lightsabers never felt as powerful yeah. as they should. Yeah. You know, well, even in a game that I uh, I kind of admired because it came close to getting it right, but it was still really wrong. Did you ever play that Double Dragon like um, Jedi Power Battles on PlayStation? Do you remember that? It had uh, Ewan McGregor on the cover as Obi-Wan. It had a Plo Kloon. It had basically the council that they introduced in episode one. Yeah. This game was around that. And and they do the whole like final fight style idea. So it was like a 2.5D, at least the way I remember it. But anyway, getting back to to Disney Infinity. So really enjoyed uh, the prequel stuff. But of course, I had to have the Star Wars I grew up with, which was the, you know, the playset that comes with Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, um, you know, bought you Darth Solo? Vader, bought Han Solo, still haven't bought Chewie, need to get around to that. Oh, um, no Chewie. And, huh? uh, not yet, but Rise Against the Empire, <laughs> I think is the name of it. So good. I really? mean, it's a very condensed Star, War- Star Wars, right? Like, uh, the opening moment is, um, the the same as a new hope where they're on board the ship and uh you know vader and and the empire board but han luke so uh, you know chewy they're all friends they're all there they push the droids out the out of a uh, escape pod and they're like nothing to see here don't know what you're talking about like it's it has fun with the source material even though it's not trying to stick to all of that stuff um, and then you get to Tatooine. It's just like, yes, like this is it. This is what I want to play. And it's a very for kids style game. Like it's not a very tough action game to play, but it is way more enjoyable. So you you than don't I get locked Avengers. in. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not big on Ahsoka. I like the original trilogy stuff, right? Do you do you get stuck playing as characters you don't want to play? No, as you, a lot? you you you, you play define what you it. Want. Okay, no, so you, you def- define it. You define like the that. experience. You uh, if you're willing to put the money down and buy the figures, you put down this playset token and that from that point on like it's going to load the the you know the new hope stuff which I'm at the end of I'm at the battle of Yavin it looks really good it's okay. not it's not rogue squadron good you know yeah, like yeah. it's not factor 5 good but it's it's pretty close huh. uh, even the flying in space is really really cool and it feels just right i mean i was a little disappointed uh, that the millennium falcon doesn't barrel roll i was like i wanted that like as as a as a lifelong diehard millennium falcon yeah. uh fan i was like this is what i want to do and it doesn't <laughs> but whatever like it looks so good it plays really good um i've been playing it on uh on on xbox one but i also checked out the wii u one um and 
I have to say, like, I'm very happy with it. And episode seven's coming to that. So I've been staying away from everything episode seven. But the minute those Infinity toys come out, they're getting bought. But one thing I will say is I am not messing around at all with the builder stuff, with the toy box. Oh, yeah? Which hmm. is a very popular part of Disney yep. Infinity because that's where the community creations are. I just want to play my Star Wars stuff first. Okay. I may come back to it. Um, I'm just making things is really easy in Mario Maker. I want to see how this compares because it's also 3D. Yeah. Um, like actually a, wa- a couple weeks ago, someone, uh, Disney tweeted about a... Uh, oh, the fake Splatoon uh, game. Yeah. Basically, that was user-made. Someone made that up and Nintendo fans were furious. Like, you guys copied Splatoon. I was like, well, wait a minute. A community member made it. Like, what are you What are you getting all pissy about? Well, I like, think they were, they felt like Disney was trying to co-opt it, right? Because yeah. like, I mean, look, you play Mario Maker, you look at 10 levels, one of them is going to be based on a movie or a classic video game. You'll find tons you of Castlevania. You Hedgehog and Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not like yeah. it, the same thing happens in any of these games. Sure. Little Big Planet is like that's where you find most of the copies of, any, oh, yeah, of no. everything else. And imitations, this is serious for I don't know why people flattery. think that. So, of course, you're going to want to yeah. do that yeah. stuff. But I think uh, when Disney tweeted it, they didn't make it clear that this was a community-made thing. And so people got mad. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you don't even know if the person in charge of the social media account knew about Splatoon. Right? <laughs> no, but that was they're like, oh, this is really cool. This is great. You claim <laughs> turf. These squids can't swim yeah. in water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was very clever. But uh, yeah, definitely, I uh, love the fan service stuff. It's not a by the books, uh, super accurate version of the Star Wars story, but I don't care. Um, and I haven't tried it in two players. I want to. Um, and they have the same upgrade system where you're okay. able to level up like lightsaber abilities, force powers, things like that. Um, so I want to grab a couple of the other sets. I don't know if I'm going to buy the Star Wars Rebels set just because I don't really know that you show. You don't watch that show, yeah. Yeah, I don't watch yeah. that show. I don't know if I should watch that show. Like, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of, the, of Star Wars, but I definitely don't go out of my way to like watch everything. I watched a couple of episodes. I, I enjoyed it. Um, there mm-hmm. were a couple of episodes that were very clever, like an mm-hmm. episode where you know the heroes are infiltrated trading the stormtroopers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, it's it's worth yeah. watching. Even uh, just, you bringing up the infiltration, even when you're on the Death Star during the sequence where the Millennium Falcon is docked, you know how in the, the original movie there was like that whoosh because yeah. they basically, the way they, they cheated to show that the doors were open, uh-huh. uh, it, it looked like some kind of like weird like super camera trick. Super sped up, yeah. Yeah, and it's super sped up. Like the door just flies yeah. up. The doors do that on the oh, Death Star. And I, I think like that's that. this cute touch of 1977 filmmaking that I'm sure most people don't even realize where it came from, but it doesn't matter. No, that's awesome. Um, so, so I'm really enjoying it. Definitely, uh, I think I'm going to see it through. Uh, that said, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I think so, I'm broke, so I'm not tempted. So we're talking about the $60 game, obviously, and then you're talking... Well, it's, well, a, it's a 65 to close to $70 uh, playset. But if you own previous versions, all you have to do is buy the software as long as you have the base. I just find it crazy that the base doesn't work on other platforms and if you're, you're basically locked into the ecosystem on the platform you choose yeah. if you choose because then you could just buy the, the software itself is cheaper it's the toys that, 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 that start to sense. add up but the figures it's just like it's like Amiibo and, and Skylanders really well yeah. no they're really but, really but, well made but I'm happy cost wise you know you're going to spend a lot of yeah. money if you want a lot of characters yeah well and they're, they're going even uh, a stranger route than Amiibo where you know like I know some people when there was the Gold and Silver Mario there was some balking or some like ah, like why I mean, there's going to be a set. If I read this right, there was an announcement of a set of Star Wars Disney Infinity toys that will have uh, lightsaber sound effects enabled so that when you put them on the base, the sword lights up. And Brendan just 
lost it. I think we got another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm not. Know. I'm not interested. Like I, they're mm-hmm. fine the way they are. But um, that is an interesting direction. And I'm sure some people will really want it, but I don't. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm tempted. I think it's one of those. It's one of those games where eventually I'll jump in. But mm-hmm. right now, you know, like with Lego just out and and just so much to play. I, I'm scared to see like fallout coming up so soon and, yeah. let me and know when they're in the clearance bin and i'll go grab some to- okay some i mean yeah, we'll they've see. been holding i mean the all of these toys to life products have not really gone down in price you'll yeah, see man. sales once in a while but, well you saw amiibo like yeah. the the first wave were like two or three bucks cheaper i want to yeah. say they were down to like maybe even 10.99 yeah, but that's I wanna not say. still not going to make a difference yeah. when you're looking at a set of like 20 figurines mm, or, it's true yeah. it's true but that's cool i mean i'm glad to hear that they actually turned it around after the last they one. did um and we'll visual it's it's more impactful. Oh yeah, it looks oh, better, yeah. yeah. no, I love. Cool. I, I think the art style they go with is really smart, and it's a good mix of uh, what you're already seeing in Clone Wars plus something that's consistent with uh, the Disney universe uh, for those games, the Infinity Universe. I wish their UI was a little better, and that's such a such a s- silly thing to point out. But it just feels so sterile when you go in. Like you look at Nintendo menus, and even in Yoshi's Woolly World, like every button looks like it's stitched. Or yeah. you go into Splatoon, and it has that really big font. And you go into Disney Infinity, and everything's just like a robot made it. There, uh, there are some developers who just do that stuff last, mm-hmm. and it really shows. Like yeah, they, they're true. not. They don't do a lot of UI design. I mean, famously, EA a long time ago just had the coolest looking menus in, in mm. AI. Like, you know, two generations back, they were the guys that had the coolest looking stuff. Um, but, you know, so much has changed nowadays. And in some cases, some some developers, they're sometimes they're different developers just creating the front end. and. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really interesting. Like when you actually consciously look at menu systems, you, you'll find that some companies obsess over it, and for some, it's an afterthought. What's the best yeah. menu ever seen? Best menu I've ever seen. Wow, way to wow, put, you put them on the spot, right? Put me on a spot. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I'll have to get back to you yeah. on that one. Seriously, I please. loved Prince huh? of Persia: Sands of Time. You're out. Remind s- me what happened. You're outside of, of Hallas in the menu screen, and to start thinking, you need to run into a, a doorway, yeah. and that starts the game. It's also the very end of the game. Oh it's yeah, the whole, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nature of the game. You're uh, at the you're at the start and the end of the game. I love Sands of Time. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, yeah so such good. a good game. I, yeah. mi- I miss Sands of Time, especially some of the platforming stuff. All right, yeah. but but speaking of the platformer, Brendan, you are playing. Whoa. Please, please talk about Shovel Knight: Plague of Shadows because I, I own my Shovel Knight. Uh, I have to play it over because my save file is gone. Oh, and well. the only way you get Plague of Shadows content, well. you have to beat the game. Is that true? You have a certain code that you can find on the IGN wikis. Oh, they uh, they tell uh, when the Gee. game came out. This is this is uh, told by their their Twitter account. They're like, hey, right. uh, yeah, Club Games are like, hey, we realize you don't have the save file and you or you lost it and you want to play this game. Enter this code and you can play from right from the start. All which right. is nice. So yeah. either beat the game. I mean, I, you, if you haven't, if you just got Shovel Knight, play the game. The, the base game is amazing. It was one of my game of the years last year. Uh, and then this turns everything on its head, so to speak. The the levels that you play as Plague Knight, who's one of the bosses in Shovel Knight, um, the level design actually doesn't change a whole lot. Yeah. There are some clever tweaks. But for the most part, the, the structure is the same. But the, you realize early on that the levels were all made with Shovel Knight in, in mind, his pogo hmm. bounce ability, his jumping. And so now you're playing as a character who doesn't have a shovel. He can't pogo bounce. Okay. He has a really short hop, but he has potions. And he has really a huge array of potions. There are, there are three things you can customize. You can customize the 
the the type of like the explosion, you can customize the fuse and then how that travels, like if it bounces or floats. Mm. And you get to upgrade these more over time and you find out that you can throw like the first one you have is like a three potion burst. Mm -hmm. And if you throw it, you are you kind of slow down, you slow fall when you throw them. Yeah. And like almost like a, a devil may cry action thing where you're kind of like slow falling while you're throwing things. So you can manipulate where you jump and then you also have a burst bomb. Like if you hold B you have a double jump, but you can also jump into the air and fly forward and then kind of slow fall with your bomb. So it, that sounds cool. it turns the platforming uh, in a different way and it makes a level, even though it's the same, it's a new experience because you're not used to platforming like this. And it's, it's some parts are really hard. He also gets knocked back really far. So if you go on the platform and there's a guy there, you get knocked and you fall into a pit if you have the burst bomb, you can fly back up. Yeah. So it, okay. it, you have to prepare, like always have your burst bomb ready. And the way it plays out is you can change your loadout uh, by spreading the, the start menu. So if you're fighting up against a guy and he's up there and you have like a, a low lob bomb, you can yeah. just switch your casing, go for a high one or try like a, you know, a heat sinking potions or whatever. And then uh, the story is like, you know, Plague Knights. It's kind of like side by side with the main story. And they, they're really clever in how they kind of like present the whole, play the whole game again, where instead of just Shovel Knight being all the bad guys, it's Plague Knight getting potion ingredients unknowingly from all these uh, these bad guys. And there are some, like, some tweaks, because, like, you know, if you go to, like, the, the village, the first place you go to, which is kind of like the hub for all your upgrades, yep. mm -hmm. Plague Knight's not allowed there because he's a bad guy. So, like, <laughs> hey, please leave. So you have to go into a sewer. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the, the guard stops you, and he's like, yeah, you're you're kind of a bad guy. Could you please get out of here? That's what? awesome. And so you have to take, like, a, a sewer route, and as you go through the sewer, you see Shovel Knight run along the top. As oh, as oh, that's as you're setting up. So that's also so a really clever this nod to uh, the first game because when Shovel Knight walks in, they're like, no weapons allowed. Oh, that's just a shovel. Dude, come on <laughs> yeah, in. The, door, the doors are open. We are fine. But yeah, That's I, great. What yeah, a, what it's, it's, a clever it's, it's really cute yeah. how they, they repurpose the, the village hub. You go in the basement, and there's a whole section where your minions, all like those wizards you fight in the uh, Explodatorium at his home base, are kind of walking around there. And they're like, all have glasses. And they're like, oh, sir, I heard that if you use this bomb, it does this thing. And like you have an assistant. Uh, and like there's like the, a different kind of upgrade system. Since you already have, since you collect like the, the songs in Shovel Knight, in this one, there's a guy who's like a... a a poet, and if you give him the the songs you find, he's like, "Oh, this is great for this is great for writing a poem. I'm gonna use the back of this. There's all these notes on the front. I don't know what any of this means." Uh, <laughs> and it's really hilarious. And like, if the, if you get certain ones, he's like, "Wait, there's uh, notes on the both sides." Oh well, and he throws it, and it goes into another guy. He's like, "Oh, I learned a new music thing," and he teaches you new music from that game. Uh, the music in the game, I love it. And mm -hmm. so they have new tracks, and the new ones are kind of like cleverly done of how you obtain them. Isn't that yeah. great though? That like they really it. It, they really think things through and they give a reason to everything and just yeah. pay attention to the little yeah. details. I, I get a big kick out of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't well, want to spoil and, uh, it, but like yeah. the, uh, because you're playing as Plague Knight, you can still go to his, his base, like the Explodatorium, yeah. but it's a level you have to fight through. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's really hilarious how they handle the boss fight for that one since okay. you are technically the boss. Yeah. Well, and, you, and you brought up, uh, sorry, just to backtrack yeah. a little bit, but you brought up the music and how good it is. And I have to say, one of the contributors on Shovel Knight is a fellow by the name of Jake Kaufman. Yeah, and I he is on one of my favorite, 
favorite favorite chip tune artist. Like this guy works on uh, the Shantae games, Mighty for, Switch Force, yeah, Mighty Switch Force. Uh, most of uh, God, I'm forgetting the developer. It's on the tip of my Way tongue. Way forward. Yeah, he mostly does a lot of work for them. There's also a Japanese composer on on Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. but oh, man, we a lot of on. a lot we of should. Jake's work is fantastic. Go check uh, him out. When, Bandcamp. He, yeah, his albums are up there. Yeah, right? when Shantae, when the last Shantae Kickstarter for uh, the game that they're working on, the HD sort of one. Uh, was on one of the things he did was he had a live session where he cut a song on Twitch. So he had a live stream of him making music and playing the loop and then telling people, okay, so I think we can use this here. It's one of my favorite things I ever saw. That's like, because really cool. He, I really think he's a, a talented, talented dude. And I have not That's met great. him. Uh, I, I have reached out to try and get him on the show because yeah. I think he would be a fantastic Please person come on to have show. on. I want to yeah. talk to you. Yeah. Somebody tweet at him, <laughs> suggest he come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have 9 billion. Yeah. You can find him, Vert, Let's I believe, yes. at Vert. JK, you can find him online. Uh, not that I'm <laughs> trying right. to turn all of you on. I'm like, please, please be respectful. But uh, do yourself a favor if you don't know his work. Google it. Find it on YouTube. Listen to it. It is Download absolutely it. some of the best uh, video I, I game bought, music. And he sells it on Bandcamp. Awesome. That's yeah, right. I bought the, uh, the the Shovel Knight soundtrack, and then it came with the, like, a special edition of like a repurposed one. Mm. And... Uh, who was the composer for the Mega Man games? Who did? Oh, I know who you're talking about. I'm forgetting her name. Off she did top a cover of one of his le- his his levels. Yeah, well, and it was really cool. Like yeah. the the collaboration they had between yes, them. Yes, yes. No, the soundtrack for Shovel Knight was was a really smart collaboration. Um, I just I've been following Jake forever, and I feel like ah, oh, like yeah. everyone should know who Jake Coffin is. If you don't know that, do yourself a favor and look that up. And definitely Very cool. Get Shovel Knight if you haven't already. This is this is a free update, yeah. and it's part of their Kickstarter uh, stretch goals. And there's actually I think. Two more there is going to be they're working on. There, I think. Uh, well, don't forget, s- the Amiibo is going to have two-player support. Yeah. Oh, and there's yeah. also the Nintendo exclusive one. We already had Battletoads in the Xbox One and Kratos on PS, PlayStation 1s, and then Nintendo said we're going to do two. Uh, there's also, I think, two other boss characters, King Knight and maybe Spectre Knight. Okay. And then there's also, I think, you play as Shield Knight, too. Interesting. So that's all in Pipeline. That's all going to be free. So okay. definitely Great. worth hanging on to. Yeah, definitely. Um, you should check that out. All right, so then lastly, uh, well, not lastly, but definitely another game we need to talk about and spend some time sort of piecing together is Picross 3D Tell 2. Me about this. Is that what it's together. called? together. Wow. Uh, for folks at home, because uh, so Picross, if you're unfamiliar, Picross 3D was on the DS. Fantastic, fantastic puzzle game made by Hal. Am I getting it wrong? Forget it's who not intelligent systems. But they're all... Pretty sure it's Hal Labs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still remember the dog on the cover of the <laughs> Nintendo DS box. It's clear as day right now. Um, but uh, Picross 3D, uh, 3D2, I think, is the name of it in Japan. Uh, but Pear and I have been playing it. In fact, I text Pear the other night to remind him this game was out because I know he was really excited. Yeah, so he yeah. bought it and... I did. Um, I mistakenly downloaded the uh, the demo first. I'm like, ah, oh, 30 tries remaining. Not going to happen. So I bought it <laughs> Yeah, from the Japanese um, eShop. Hmm. Um, it's, it's fun, man. It's just, you know, it's such a... It, the concept is very simple, but as these puzzles get bigger, it's just like when you mess up, you, you're just angry at yourself, you know, for not thinking through the solution. And like basically, you know, you get a block and you have to delete uh, blocks from it to make a shape. And you delete the, the blocks from the uber block um, 
by looking at the numbers, right? If there's a number on the side, it's a little bit like Sudoku or something. Mm-hmm. If there's a number on the side that says one, that means in that entire row there's one block, but you don't know which one it is, so you have to cross-reference the horizontal line. And, it's a bit of Minesweeper too. But but it's a yeah, it's it's like Minesweeper, but it's a th- it's a three D object. Like you're starting with a three D cube or you know uh, or or other shapes, and then whittling it down to what the core is, and the core is uh, is a picture or a sculpture. And um, but they they upstart the the upgrade is then now two colors yeah. right so you actually have to pay attention to the two different colors that will form the object. Well, and that's the thing that's interesting is that uh, so you label the numbers on the side basically indicate the color you should be using. So yep. blue color blocks that you label are, are part of a general shape or form mm-hmm. and they don't change. But gold, there's blue and gold. Gold. If you label something as gold, when you finally chip away that portion or identify sort of the pieces around it so that the entire row is the way it should be, gold blocks will morph and transform into a, into something else. So, for example, if you have two squares side by side that are yep. gold, they might turn into half of a rod that's going up the side of whatever shape you're, you're sort of dealing with. Or they're a circle, they're half of a circle or yeah, something. Triangle they usually yep. morph, whereas the blue ones stay the way they are. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a fun game to just kind of you're constantly rotating this 3D shape and trying to use the numbers to you're sort of reading the tea leaves in yeah. order to discover what is the shape <laughs> in this inside of it, this thing. And it's super simple. In the beginning, you get a one on one side and one at the top. And you're like, oh, ergo, where the two paths cross is where the block is, right? It's mm-hmm. really simple. Then it gets more complicated, where you know it introduces um, numbers with circles around them, where like the the blocks are actually split, right? Yeah. Like there are different different ways to write the number, one signifying that, you know, they may be four blocks in a row or four blocks split. And so you have to really think things through. It, you know, honestly, when you look at screenshots of this game, or even when you hear us talking, it sounds super boring, <laughs> I think, right? Like Numbers. It, it just doesn't Ugh. look exciting. It yeah. looks like a math puzzle, but well, it's maybe so much fun. Well, maybe the closest thing to it is threes, where take away the three-dimensional yeah, side of it. Yeah, but yeah. threes, people look at it, and some people make the misjudgment of this is a game about math, and it's not. It yeah. has, in fact, nothing to do with math. Yep. Uh, Picross 3D is the same way, where you're sort of, you're not really subtracting or multiplying or doing anything. You're just using the numbers to identify, hey, there are only two blocks in this row that I'm supposed to use. The rest are crap or uh, or, or whatnot. And yeah. it's interesting because there is an added layer of complexity, though, because now sometimes on a row are two numbers. Yeah. And one will be like, there are three blue blocks in this row, oh, yeah, yeah. but there are four gold. And you're like, well, what, wait, what? And you have to, and <laughs> you they have to show hold you. down different buttons yeah, to, I will say to it's activate a, them. It's a very chatty game, though, at the start. Like, they throw oh, yeah. a lot of text at you to help you explain how it works. And they do this multiple choice thing where they're like, okay, if it's a four with a circle, that means that it's not four, like one after the other. Yeah, there's a split in there somewhere. If it's a square, there's more than one split in there. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, (laughs) and that's, you know, obviously playing this in Japanese too. I put it together. Yeah, okay. You gotta, it's a little annoying to have to wade through all that text in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but it is needed. That tutorial is needed. Yeah. Um, especially like I thought I'm like oh, I want to skip it all I'm like wait what mm-hmm. this is this was never in the game before <laughs> so it was good they make yeah. you go through it but once you go once once you pass the kind of introductory courses um, it opens up and it, you yeah. just go have you tried uh, the amiibo yet for it so no. you can scan amiibo in and uh, you'll get like a Mario statue that you have to basically solve and they're timing you and they're checking how many times you screw up so yep. across DS 
if you mislabeled or broke a block three times, I remember that being you're yep. out. I think it was three strikes and yeah, you're I out. Yeah, I think so. This one, I don't think works that way. Like, if you highlight something you're not supposed to, you just see it freeze for a second. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, well, I guess I shouldn't have done that. And yep. you pick another one. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, it's basically like a, a time attack challenge part of it. The Amiibo stuff. Um, so you all unlock, like, little dioramas of Mario, Luigi, uh, it doesn't support all of them, so like the third-party characters like Mega Man or Surprise, Pokemon doesn't work with it. Uh, that's going to be a thing on our show. Every yeah. time a Pokemon Surprise, Pokemon, Pokemon doesn't, doesn't work, work with it. Uh, surprise, Pokemon doesn't work with it. Pokemon are on um, strike. They unionize. Yeah, they unionize. <laughs> <laughs> Pika, Pika, Pika union. <laughs> Pika, Pika, Pika. No Pika with that representation. <laughs> they got little signs walking around. Panda Musk, we need a striking Pikachu. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> um, oh, that's so good. Uh, but any, I lost my point. No, um, but it doesn't work with all of them, but there's support for enough of them. I hope they roll out more. Um, and there's just a lot. It, it is in some ways like a Sudoku book where, yep. you know, you, you see like your grandma or your parent or whatever, and they have their Sudoku book, and there's like hundreds of puzzles to make. There's a lot of puzzles to solve in Picross 3D, so, uh, and, it, and it's fun to solve them. I may have brought this up before, but there are two games that have caused um, – health issues for me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by health issues? Pray Fire tell. Emblem and Picross. And that's because I would play these games late at night in bed. You know, I'd be like, ah, I can't sleep. Let me just grab my DS and then play. And like sitting at my age, sitting up in bed, like in a weird way or sitting sideways, like I messed up my back so bad with both of those games <laughs> and I suffered for it like two weeks afterwards. Mm. And so I got to be careful now. Wait, so is I this why this you game. were waddling around the office like two weeks ago? <laughs> no. I, that's because I, list, I lifted something in the house. I had to move some stuff around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just Don't, wanted to be sure. I it was my favorite. Terrible. I should find it just the pear waddle oh god whatever i'm making jokes and i'm the handicap no when i miss like i I don't know it may be hereditary my mom has back problems too and it's like whenever whenever like once a year i'll do something really simple and then it goes like i'm like ah well that sucks (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i I blame both picross and um uh, and fire well, what are you going to do? Because I went to a th- chiropractor after that because I didn't put two and two together. I didn't uh. think about it. <laughs> um, Did you tell the chiropractor, and, yeah, it was, it was and, Fire Emblem? And by the way, it was the strain was of like, what's using... what's a Fire Emblem? It was the strain of using the stylus and holding the, the device with Picross and then sitting and sitting up in bed. And the chiropractor is like, oh, you're going to have to come every week 15 times. It's going to be this much money. I'm like, hmm... Can uh, I bring a 3DS no. while I'm there? Is there any cost for this? Like, what do you do? Do you read in bed? I'm like, no, I play games. And he's like, that, it's that. I'm like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Stopped playing it in bed. Never right. went back to the chiropractor. All right. Not going to spend that GM guap on the on the chiropractor. No, I don't. Fair I, enough. I, I, don't know. Okay, fair enough. I don't um, like people touching me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but uh, what are you going to do? Because <laughs> I'm willing to bet. Uh, I I mean. B- it would make sense. Both of those games are coming out in 2016. Yeah. Like Picross hasn't been announced yet, but New I mean, why? Soon. Why wouldn't you? It, it will like, come there's out. There's an install base. Like, why would you just it leave that to. on the table? It's a downloadable game. It's simple to release. There is really no yeah. risk. And right? Fire Emblem's already coming here next year. Like that's minimal a thing. text. Yeah. Well, Fire Emblem's not no, minimal no, I mean, text. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Picross. <laughs> that was really good. Fire Emblem is just, it's so chatty, man. Mm. That game, when you shut it off, it's still talking. But good, yeah. <laughs> but, but good chatty. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun funny. story. It's, it's, funny. It's, a, it's a fun little anime yeah. in its own sense. Yeah, we haven't. 
but we haven't talked about it in a while. I, I kept on playing. I kept on playing. On we need something to talk about in 2016. And the freaking face Tactical. touching, man. It's so embarrassing to do the face touching when stuff I saw on that, the airplane. I'm just like, uh... Wait, you did it on the airplane? Yeah. <laughs> did the lady next to you? <laughs> I kept I call I the air marshal. Like, I always turn on the 3Ds. <laughs> I turn on the 3D so it's harder to see. But I'm like, the flight you go back. Get the air marshal. This guy's touching someone's face. In the now she thinks you're touching twins. <laughs> and it's <laughs> from the side. It looks like two people. And let's face it, it's pretty young looking characters too, right? Like some of these Suge. characters look like they're still in middle school. If you get the one with just like the, like the just like tape. On yeah, yeah, drip, yeah. And that's exactly. Yeah, that's the that's the one I've been touching. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so embarrassing, and like they they try to pretend like it's just like oh yeah, you know I like being touched on my forehead, and it's like yeah, yeah. Okay. of course you do. Look, um, I know some listeners will be upset, but NOA, if you get rid of that, I will have no problem <laughs> whatsoever when I, if, with the getting rid of the face touching. Like, very, I'm sorry, the, but the see the sequences are kind of cool. Like the the animation is really cool. The the kind of like you feel a personal connection to the character. You're talking, you're talking to them, but it is it is not Can the I right thing to play. Can I touch your eyebrow right now? Just yeah. see what happens. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like, whatever. Yeah. And like sometimes it feels good, Commander. Sometimes it's a necklace or something too, and it's like, okay, that's a little, that's yeah. a little close. No, to you the... can you can scroll down. Too. Oh. So they, they knew what <laughs> no, the they knew what they were doing. But it's, I'm also, you know, I'm a little OCD. I go back to my village and there's a little icon next to all the buildings okay. where you got to do something. I'm like, ah, oh, got to go in that little thing. Got to go in the arena, fight the guy. Got to, ah, face touching. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can just imagine, like, um, at, your, at your camp, it's like the commander's weekly scrub checkup. Yeah. Like, who needs to be scrubbed down? Yeah. I'm, like, looking away going. <laughs> if I'm on the, if I'm on the, the muni next year, I'll be, like, just in the corner like this. <laughs> don't play it in public. <laughs> just don't Somebody do will it. walk by going, like, ah, oh, face touching. Um... <laughs> And if you're into that thing and you're listening, like, please don't be offended. We're not it's judging not, you. We're not judging you. We're we're just not uh, entirely thrilled. Fa- face touching is very very safe um, thing to do. Whew. All right. So oh, enough, enough of that. Look, look um, gets the kids off the street. So let's uh, let's just wrap up with two quick news stories because we do have to go. Uh, next week we will have the question block back. So send us some questions. Whoa. You can email them to nvc at ign.com. This is my favorite it's annual feature. It is. Uh, it's one that needs good questions, and okay. sometimes uh, we just don't have enough to, to go with. So if you've sent one in uh, and you didn't get a response or if you think it's a good enough question, just send it again. I'll take a look. Um, nvc at ign.com with the subject line, the question block. So – uh, quick stories for you. Scribblenauts developer is creating a new IP. So remember Scribblenauts? Yeah, I love Scribblenauts. Scribblenauts was one of my favorite things in, I want to say, 2009, 2010. I remember that was around mm-hmm. the time when, when I had heard about it. And I just thought, man, this is so cool. And I feel like it burned out really fast. And I don't know why. Like, what, what, do you, what do you think was the reason for that? Uh, well, there were a lot of different versions, right? Yeah, um, there was the Wii U it, version. There was the... So, so I think in DS the version, end, yeah. in the iPhone. end, the game. I, I enjoy the game, but the game was never as good as it could have been, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were, and they solved for a little bit of that. But like you could basically say helicopter rope and machine gun or whatever, and solve every level. Like, yeah. And they made it, you know, they created challenges then later on where you couldn't repeat things, and it got more clever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's 
it's a better concept than a game. And I feel like if they took this concept and just <laughs> took it to the next level, it could be really special. It's hard yeah. when your your entire game bit based around imagination, and you as a developer, you can only go so far with that. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, we're getting to a point with No Man's Sky, where just we're opening up. So maybe they can use math to make the next Scribblenauts game. Yeah. Where it's well, I infinite... love the vocabulary angle of it, though. I thought it was really, really clever. It's it just awesome. felt like very sort of held together by by tape at times because yeah. you didn't know what to expect. But that was still a very cool part of the appeal. And I thought mm-hmm. Maxwell was a really smart like character design. Like but it was visually cool. My yeah. biggest issue was with the controls, and that's mm-hmm. something I'll say about Little Big Planet too. Like both of these games are very creative, but they mm-hmm. lack the core controls that make it feel right. So and like that's yeah. why I feel like. That needs to be the focus for the next Scribble Knots when that franchise comes back to get fixed. But I'm looking forward to seeing what this yeah, new brand is. Yeah, so this is. new brand, there's nothing to really say. It is, uh, I mean, even the quotes that came from uh, Fifth Cell's creative director are incredibly vague from in a deep, <laughs> engaging universe unlike any other, new gameplay innovations, yada, yada, yada. Mm, uh, but they're looking for crowd. I, I mean, I don't want to take the cynical side. I, I trust them mm-hmm. because Scribble Knots was such a creative endeavor. Yeah. But I will say, uh, so they're seeking crowdfunding for this thing, and they launched on a new crowdfunding platform. If you're into that thing, if you liked, uh, you know, Scribble Knots, and you liked the work of this developer, you should definitely check it out and see um, if 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 this is if they show you enough where you feel tempted to help uh, help them make this thing. They happen. They certainly have the pedigree, and they're the very clever people. Yeah. Incredibly, they clever. do innovation. Yeah. Why did they go with was it Fig? Yeah, Fig or instead uh, of Kickstarter. Though I don't know. Or it's Indiegogo. interesting. Uh, because also, they haven't really announced what their new thing <clears throat> is yet. Oh, it's more the I got. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You have to. You, can't you have kick to have something. A, a, a vague yeah. something. Yep, yep. So Fig is a crowd for. Mm, excuse me. Fig is a crowdfunding platform that not only allows fans to back a project via crowdsourced funds, but also allows actual investment opportunities for those who meet certain requirements. Okay. There's something to put out there. Interesting. Um, so. Yeah, this this is still really cool. I I really hope to see the next thing those guys are going to make because I think uh, Scribble Knots was a really really fun and smart idea. Yeah. Um, despite some of the limitations we brought up, I think it, it's a fantastic game and uh, to a, to a degree, I, it didn't get good until the second one in my opinion, but it got really good really quickly. Cool. All right, so uh, for you folks in Europe, there is a Mario Kart Eight and Splatoon bundle coming, and it's like ooh, um, that's ooh. pretty cool. Um, so this will be a premium pack. Will be available. As a limited offer and contains a black Wii U console with Mario Kart 8 pre installed, download code for Splatoon, a black Wii U gamepad, and the usual accessories. The price has yet to be determined. So you can check that out. I think that's a smart bundle for Europe. Um, It'll be the same price as the console and the game separately. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, of course, of course it won't be. No, yeah. that's and this a, is October 30th. I, so I think that's what a great pack. I mean, yeah. two of the best. Multiplayer games, I feel like, on the market still right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Mario Kart and Splatoon, absolutely worth Just owning. Get, uh, Smash, that's that. set. That's a yeah. great, yeah, there you go. There's there's another one. There's you, another one. No, they'll yep. never bundle Smash. You crazy. Yeah. You crazy talk. Um, in Japan, there is a Zelda Triforce Heroes demo that mm-hmm. you can only get via an email code. And they did the thing like they did with Tomodachi Life, where you got one code and there were two codes for your friends. Now, you can did play you the game one? locally. Yeah, of course I got one. Why you should you have one, one, too. I have one. I'll give it to you. I'm yeah. still waiting for mine, by the way. Why yeah. are we here recording? Uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, but you have to have a Japanese Wii U. So, I mean, 3DS, <laughs> excuse me. So... Yeah, sorry, Graver. Just put the, <laughs> put put the big, the the big red X on Graver in this conversation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have two at home. You could be the a third one. But the online play is only open during certain windows, like Splatoon. Oh. 
local play is open whenever you want. So maybe tomorrow at lunch, you, me, Francisco can sit okay, down and we'll play that. So it's a bit of an online corner. Yeah, it's a bit of an online stress we'll, test. We'll do it by Brendan's yeah. desk so we yeah, can watch right us next have fun. Yeah, that'd so be cool. Brendan, check this cool. out. Here, you want to hold these amiibo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've trolled Brendan pretty that hard before. One day, one day I will tell that story. Still waiting for that story. I'm bringing. You want me to tell that story? No, not today. Next time you have me on. Not while you're here. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's a really smart rollout plan. Back to the Zelda Triforce Heroes yep. thing. Definitely happening here. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't. Why would NOA pass that up? That's free marketing for your game. Have people sit down, really try it. I don't know if anything transfers yet. I need to look that up. I wouldn't be surprised if something does just because there is download play supported and it's going to transfer save data into the final nice. game. Why wouldn't this demo do that? But yep. I apologize for not looking up those details before this conversation. Regardless, it's a smart plan. I think that that's the best way to get people to really experience and see why a co-op Zelda will be something they're interested in. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm and looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you the code. Uh, you have your Japanese 3DS with you today? Probably. Okay. Did you I'll say with you? With you. With you. With you. Yeah. With you. That's the new with Pokemon. You. <laughs> All right. And that's the show for now. I think I, I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. And oh, you wanted to gone. congratulate me on getting 5,000 stars in Mario Maker. That was the that was it? Yeah, that's it. Congratulations. That's really cool. You were staying up. It caps out at that. I was surprised. Really? That's the max, yeah. Really? You popular, popular man. doesn't go any higher than that. No, because they're they're people who have tens of thousands. I want to live forever. (laughs) For the five people who know what that is. Yeah, that's a little old. (laughs) But do you think that Nintendo didn't anticipate some of the levels getting so big because of, you know, YouTubers or social media? I just quickly. think at that point you don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. I mean, I'm not. I'm not quite sure why. Uh, especially when you have a decent, you know, sized install base. Like, why not do that? You yeah. know. Um, but I don't know for whatever reason, it, it's it's a strange oversight in yep. line with a few others, I guess. Um, but maybe an update will fix that. Yeah. I wonder how many people are really 5,000 stars, too, or whatever. Like, think about that. Like, usually with these creation games, right, we always hear that 2% of the people are making the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the other 98 are like, I want to play. The inequality between the the, the YouTube celebrities and the average guy. It's really huge. I mean, uh, my number of stars nowhere close to someone who like plays video games on on youtube YouTube? every day no no and and Mm. and shows their levels yeah um so they're definitely some people who blew way past them but yeah maybe they're not that many who got to to i'd like to see it just felt like to me like it felt like we got there really really fast i mean the game's a month old i would like to see uh, some better search options because i feel like a lot of people get left in the dust yeah. And be able to like have like tags or like you know, Netflix kind of like I, I want to browse by like this theme or like you know, I agree. this difficulty. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I've been staying away from really sharing a lot because I just don't want to participate in the 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 sort of the. I don't want to accuse anyone of like using their fame to get inflated numbers, but at the same time, I, well, I just don't want to. paid for it. No, we're I'm, not. He's but, afraid he'd be too famous. <laughs> no, I don't I'm not care about that. I, I just I don't know. I'd, I'd rather like quietly make my levels and roll them out and never really like unless you really know how to find me, you won't find them. On the other and hand, I like check out me and Pear's levels. We have cool levels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plug. Yeah. You can find me at. <laughs> it's on our. It's on our uh, Marmaker Wiki. We have, I have stage Paris, ID zero zero five seven six eight. <laughs> no, but, but how about this? I mean, uh, if sorry to, for some of our NVC listeners who are not that active on on the. Facebook groups already. There's an NVC um, Facebook group uh, for um, Mario Maker where people are sharing levels. Once you find the article this podcast sits in, right? The article that Jose posts, just look for the latest NVC article. 
You can actually now find them. We added a new uh, navigation element to our website. It says Shows at the top, right next to where you select like Wii U, PS4. Click on Shows. You'll find Nintendo Voice Chat up there. Go to the latest episode and post your favorite level in the comments and, you know, I, I will take a look. And that doesn't I'll, mean I'll your level. It means your favorite level. And, and so it could mean anyone's level. Like it could be something yeah, you but, made or something but I don't mind it. If people, you know, it is hard to get noticed in yeah. that system. So mm. if people are really proud of a level they created, post the level ID there. I will play it. If you look in yeah, every, we have plenty in our inbox. But, why aren't you playing those? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Why do you need well, your I own? Figure you're using, Schneider no, I, fi- I figure you're using them for your video series, so yeah. I don't want to take well, a, I gotta take go back a, to away it. your glory. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll go through and I'll <laughs> we'll play some of them. If there's five thousand, I will not play them. If you look at every <laughs> Nintendo article no. ever, the comment sections are all full of levels. Yeah. So if you have levels if that uh, besides MVC. Plugging the wikis here. If you do go to the community level section, oh, cool. go in the comments yeah. because everyone's been doing that, and it's a good place to Great. find a lot well, of. And uh, you put it on wikis, right? The 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 you guys recreate recreated your stages from the Super Mario Maker IGN challenge. The original, so those yeah, are out yeah, there. Yeah, I have There's stalactites in my Super Metroid okay, one. Yeah, I'm and then all the comment sections, everybody else's levels too. Oh, nice, cool. Okay, let's go in there, check them out. I m- I made one last night that I want to make you play. So yeah, okay. we're, we're gonna have a uh, we'll probably do that. Let's play tomorrow. Pear's yeah. gonna make me play all of his all of his stages. Oh, but anyway, so we're running oh, out of steam, so let's just call it here. The body's gone cold. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We're a weekly show on IGN, but we're not the only podcast on IGN. And in fact, we have a dozens of shows. We have videos. My Transformers Devastation review is about to go live. I dare you to watch is the video review. Did you like end. it? I did. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, it, it is a good game. Um, there are some parts of it that I feel could use some improvement. But overall, like that look and feel of Transformers, despite it being a crazy over-the-top action game, which wasn't what Transformers was to us, was is really, really captured cool. well. Um, so you can check that out among what a bunch of other things. We brought up at the beginning of the show the, t- the, the blood bath that was the 100 best games of all time. That list goes live on IGN on Monday. Uh, if your favorite game it was not included, uh, you have my condolences and apologies. Tweet a lot of him. blood was spilt over this list, um, and uh, but still, blood, sweat, and tears, uh, and a lot of hard work. So at least respect and and see what, what you think. You know, and we're always curious to hear that. Speaking of what you think, if you have feedback for NBC, make sure you let us know either in the comments of the article where you can find the episode. You could also do it on iTunes by leaving us a review or just email the show, nvc at ign.com. We're always eager to read your feedback. Lastly, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Brendan Graber at... At Raga underscore Fraga. Is that a Fraga Rock thing or where did this come from? No, it's not. You want to... No, there's a story, but not today. Not today. today. No Pokemon story today? I mean, no troll story today? No no No, Twitter story today? Graber wants to come back. You got to get me back. Okay. This is how I I tease it. Graber means digger in German. Yeah. No wonder you like Shovel Man. Right. Whoa, that's it was, cool. It was you fate. Can, you I can am find uh, Pear Schneider at? At Pear IGN. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Wish Chat.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.